Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle is all about. David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are. And you know we love talking about sex and sexuality, sexual pleasure, communication and relationships, and hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because... Well, great sex matters, and we all deserve it. Ever wonder what happens when a group of young people gets together at a swingers club? They all party like a rock star, of course, and have sex because, hint, hint, that's what our show's about. Great sex matters, and we all deserve it. On today's show, we're going to be talking about how to feel young at heart and party with a group of sexy young people with the help of Young Swingers Week. And we're so excited to introduce our guest, Brett from Young Swingers Week a sexy fun event that takes over Hedonism 2 Resorts in Jamaica for three weeks of the year. And now, for the first time, they're introducing a party tour for young swingers starting off in June to eight different destinations of sexy fun parties. And, And on top of Brett, because, you know, Brett by himself wouldn't just be enough, we have the sexy Ariane and her beautiful husband Charlie from sexbecause.com the amazing sexperts who are going to be hosting the Sex and Sexuality Seminars during Young Swingers Week in Jamaica. So welcome, Ariane and Charlie and Brett, and thanks for being on The Sexy Lifestyle with us. So, Brett, let's get started by talking about your last event that you had at Hedonism 2 in March. And unfortunately, we could not be there and join you on that trip, but we heard it was an absolutely amazing success. So why don't you tell us a few of the highlights from that trip? Well, thank you again, Carolyn David, for having me on. Uh, it was it was a fantastic trip. We had uh, the largest group of the year for Hedonism 2, or their 2018 calendar year, with over 500 people. Next year, we have the entire resort, so we'll have 560 people at the event. And uh, it, it's, it's just unbelievable. It, it went beyond anything we could have ever thought of in five years. So we're at our five-year anniversary. And we had the Naked News there with us. They did a lot of great filming. Uh, we have a bunch. We had a video actually released today. You can go on YoungSwingersWeek.com and see the first video segment from the Naked News. And we had Michael and Holly there from Playboy Radio. But for July, we decided to bring Charlie and Ariana because we wanted to try something new. We're bringing SexBecause.com with us on that one and that event is going to be july 21st to the 28th 2018 but as far as the the energy level and how everything went at the event it was amazing we added daytime playrooms for the first time which we're now going to have at all of our events but we're a super success we're just looking at bigger and better things now we're putting on a june 2018 uh coming together u.s tour we're going to have eight locations across the United States. If you go on our website, you can get a complete list of those. And these are just one-day parties at swinger clubs around the country so people can meet other young swingers locally. I mean, it's great to meet them in Jamaica, 
but sometimes it's great to have friends nearby at home. So we'll, we'll talk about those um, events in a little bit, but let's just remind everybody about what type of um, guests that you have that come to your Young Swingers week trips. Are they swingers, nudists, ages, and where they come from? Okay, so the age range of our events are 18 to 45. There is an age graph on our website. Now, there are a few people over 45, but for the most part, 18 to 45 is the main demographic of that event. And we give three different levels of necklaces. So there's, there's, there's something for everyone. We have a green necklace, which means soft swap, girl, girl, or newbie. We have a red necklace, which means you're a full swap swinger, but right people, right time, right place, right people. Then we have a blue necklace, which means that you want as much action as possible during the event. And these necklaces have your name on them because you're drinking a lot in the pool and stuff during the day. It's hard to remember 500 names. So everyone's got their names and the colors that identify what they're into. And believe it or not, it broke down to about one third, one third, one third. So there, there, like I said, again, there's something for everyone. And, you know, we've spoken to you about this before and, uh, you know, Ariane and Charlie and yourself and myself and Carol, we um, all met on the SDC Caribbean cruise in December and we actually had some, some good discussions and, and uh, talking about different types of swingers and, uh, you know, all the different people out there. And we had a great discussion on compatibility. And I think um, you explained to us the reasoning behind the age um, gathering that you have for your group and why it's important for everybody to be within that age group so they're all compatible. Well, we've even found at our group that the people in their 20s tend tend to stick together. The people in their 30s tend to stick together. And the people in their 40s kind of tend to stick together. So it does prove that people want to be with people who they kind of graduated high school at the same time, grew up on the same music, grew up on the same movies, have kids around the same age. That commonality gives a lot more to it than just sex. Now, how did you people ma- want to be intellectually stimulated? How did you manage to scoop the gorgeous Ariane and her hunky husband Charlie? to come on one of your trips with you and bring their tremendous knowledge and expertise to all your guests. We had, we had a good talk. We talked a few times on the phone and there was an opportunity that had opened up because one of our events that we love, we love Naughty New Orleans, but their event changes weeks. Now we've been to Naughty New Orleans a few times, but this year it fell on the same week as us. We know So that. therefore our, our usual MCs and seminar presenters, Mike and Holly, will be at Naughty in New Orleans. And now we have a chance to bring Sex Because to our event to try something new. But both events are going on at the same time. Yeah, we know. We'd be at your event as well, except last year we were crowned Queen and King of Naughty. And we have a royal obligation to go back and hand <laughs> yeah, over the crown too. to somebody new this year. So, Brett, also, will you just Absolutely. explain a little bit about the levels of swingers? I know you mentioned the different colors of the necklaces to define what they're doing, but um, is the different levels of swinging to, with your clients based on their age or their expertise, or maybe just elaborate on that a little bit? Well, I, I wouldn't say it's, it's not based on anything other than what their comfort level is, because it, it does, the age doesn't matter. You could be a newbie swinger and be 41, or you could be a newbie swinger and be 21. The, the thing is, is when people come to the event, a lot of first timers want the green necklace, but 
as soon as like three days in, they've met some people, they've had some fun. They run up to the front desk and ask to change their necklace color to red. That's so fun. So That's that great. way, that way they can uh, connect with more people that are at the same level. They feel like, okay, we've already passed the beginner level. Now we're ready to do more. And then we have reds who say uh, they're ready to move up to blue because now they've experienced enough that they feel very comfortable in it because no one is very pushy. It's, 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 people are very nice. No one's pushy. There's so many people there that, uh, that no one has to try too hard for one particular person because there's three other choices around the corner. Beautiful. So I'm going to bring Ariane and Charlie into the conversation here. Uh, We had an amazing time on that SDC cruise. Um, So I I want to get from you guys what you found so attractive and amazing in Brett and his uh, group and his organization that you're going to be um, taking your workshops to Hito and Young Swingers Week. Well, you know, what Brett was just saying is 100% accurate. We had some great phone calls. But prior to that, we saw Brett on that SDC cruise that you're referring to where we met you guys too as well. And uh, he and I were able to sit down and have some drinks. But I spilled my drink in my lap. Kind of played it off a lot. And then Brett and I were talking and immediately Arian brought me another drink. And she called me daddy. <laughs> and then Brett and I got into a conversation about that. Didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yes, we did. So, so what is this BDSF thing? What is this that you guys do? And we we got into BDSM and some of the commonalities between the lifestyle and the BDSM lifestyle. And we probably had a two-hour conversation. It was one of the best conversations we had on that entire cruise. That's kind of fun that you can enlighten um, Brett when he's been in this industry for so long, and yet he's still learning just like we do every week with all our new guests. It's so awesome that we can all learn new things every day. And I think that's the best oh, way to absolutely. say it. The way you're saying it right there is all, all learning is the thing that we're all trying to do because sexuality is so unique. What do you say? It's as unique as your fingerprint. Arian has a good, good, good way of presenting that to women, but it's also very difficult to couples to, for them to understand that you don't have to be pigeonholed into, into anything for very long, just like what Brett was talking about with the bracelets. You could change today. You may like something today, and there could be, as a couple, you could like something completely different tomorrow. Our sexuality is fluid. It is. So it's it's evolving. Yes. And uh, it's 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 nice that uh, Brett at Young Swinger Week at Young Swinger Week gets that and allows that to happen. That way, people are okay with it, and they don't feel like they like my husband has just stated like they have to be pigeonholed into a category that they were once in. Right. And that's sort of what society does a lot of the ways, and what Brett is uh, allowed to happen at these on these uh, events that he's hosting out in Hito is. There's there's communication and uh, there's the, the the color of the bracelet which is a which is a quality of BDSM that we've always enjoyed is because there are contracts and there's verbal communication that states before we do anything this is where I would like to go and this is what I'm okay with and I, I just want to shout out to Brett and he's over there and he's he's really a, a super humble guy and I just want everybody to know that Brett is an amazing giver. You know, he puts on these events and he gives people the opportunity to have a sexy vacation, to get great education, to get the great educators. We won't talk about the goat races right now. We'll talk about them later. <laughs> but, you know, um, we've partnered up with Brett and he's actually rebuilding our sexylifestyle.com website, which is coming out absolutely tremendous. And he's just one of those guys who you want to be good friends with and work with because he's so real and genuine. And I just want to say thank you, Brett. Well, thank you very much. And I, I look forward to making this website a super success for you. 
Thanks so much. So um, now we know about Brett, we know about Ariane and Charlie, and without going into the details of the workshops, because we're going to talk about that a little bit later on in the show, just give us some of the basic, you know, teasers of the workshops you're going to be doing at Young Swingers Week at Hito. Well, a couple of, without going into detail, uh, we're starting off with a, uh, a one workshop on power exchange. And another, we're going to do some BDSM uh, rope and restraint play. Uh, but going back to the power exchange, before we get into anything else, the one thing that we'd like to do is bring up, we heard recently that BDSM is the, the new sex for intellectuals, for the young intellectual. Basically, what we're going to try to do in these workshops is, is provide some information that, that's accurate, give a forum for everyone to discuss what they like sexually, and hopefully they can discover new things that they like sexually along the way by being open and honest. And, and maybe you could just give us a little bit of background of where you guys come into this expertise. Um, what is your background, the two of you together? The reason that we moved into the BDSM realm, it, it, it's kind of a personal story, I guess you would say. Um, but we'll start with the professional, uh, the professional end. We, about 15 years ago, uh, Arian and I both started careers in the counseling field. We got our master's degrees, and at that point in time, uh, Arian got hers a couple of years later than me. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, Columbine and a couple other things were occurring, and uh, guys were starting to come back from Iraq. And uh, the military, uh, PTSD started getting a lot of attention on the airwaves. As we were working with clients, we started discovering that every now and then, we had one particular client come in, and he said, hey, I only get an erection when I spank my wife. I don't get an erection any other way for some reason, and I don't know what's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. At that point in time, I think Ari and I came together, and we kind of discovered something working in the session with this guy is that he was shaming himself for the personal preferences that he had. Yeah. Right. And his wife was enjoying it, and she was shaming herself as well. For enjoying it. Yeah. yeah. And we've done, uh, you know, years of couples counseling and marriage counseling, and uh, we've noticed that the lack of sex in people's relationships impacts it significantly, impacts the relationship in a way uh, that brought us here today and in, in, in this direction. Yeah. Right. When, when we started pursuing our PhDs and we started opening clinics in, in down south, we opened a clinic in North Louisiana, a couple of them in North Louisiana, we started realizing that sex, uh, we always said that sex was something that people, everyone did, but no one wanted to talk about. And we couldn't figure that out. Everyone wanted to be, it seemed like most of the clients we work with wanted to be, they wanted to be a particular type of sexual creature that a lot of them weren't. Uh, so BDSM, when Fifty Shades of Grey came out and BDSM became kind of more of the mainstream, uh, which we at first didn't like because personally we, we do practice uh, BDSM ourselves. Uh, uh, when it became more of the mainstream, we noticed that the conversation became uh, more, it became more vocal. People became more open. Uh, with wanting to discuss things like spanking and cuckolding and hot wifing and, and those types of things. And, and then they wanted names and they wanted a place to go where they could discuss these things in private. Being a psychotherapist, that's what we provide. Beautiful. All right. We're going to ask everybody to hang on for a second here. We'll remind everyone that this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are, of course, Carol and David. And today we're talking with Brett from Young Swingers Week and Ariane and Charlie from sexbecause.com. And we're talking all about Young Swingers Party Tour leading up to the main event at Hedonism 2 in Jamaica. So let's just take a short break. We're going to be right back after a word from our sponsor, our Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. 
Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David and now we're going to continue our discussions with Brett from Young Swingers Week and Ariane and Charlie from sexbecause.com who are sex educators and will be doing some of the sex educational seminars during Young Swingers Week event at Hedonism in July. All right, but before we talk about that, let's talk about this upcoming party tour, which only the magnificent mind of Brett could come and put together. So Brett, we're gonna let you get going on that. You know, let's start with the purpose of the party tour, then we'll talk about the venues and so on and so forth, and I think you have a surprise for everybody out there at the end of our show, so you're up. What happened is we had a lot of people asking us to do something in the United States because they wanted to meet some people that live close to them. I mean, everyone meets everyone at our events and they love these people they meet because you spend a week naked with people. You really get to know them well. But it is nice to know some people that live by you. So people always said, hey, can you throw some by us, throw some by us? But I can't throw something at every possible location. I thought, wait a minute, I can. Why don't I contact eight swingers clubs I know and let's do events in the same time frame. Now, I tried to get it all in the second week of June, but the best I could do was the 16th, 23rd, 29th, and 30th. But I got all the dates in the second half of June. You can go to a location by you. We have locations in, we have uh, Florida, we have Trapeze Club, Fort Lauderdale, Secrets Hideaway in Kissimmee, Florida, Young Couples Party in Chicago, Illinois. Sea Mountain in Palm Springs, California, Trapeze Club in Atlanta, Georgia, Sea Mountain, Las Vegas, Nevada, Colette, we have a two-day event in Dallas, Texas at Colette, and Hub City Select in Mississippi for the final event. Now, we all all know that all that stuff is sitting on your website at youngswingersweek.com, correct? Yes, it is, and you can also follow us at youngswingerswk on Twitter, or Young Swingers on Instagram, and you can also get these kind of dates and everything as they come along. Beautiful. Now, or sign up for our newsletter on our website. Now, what type of people are you expecting at these events? We, we do the, we've had events already at Trapeze Club in Fort Lauderdale once a year for the last five years. And every time we have one there, there's double the amount of young people than there is traditionally at the club. We have people walk up to us all the time and go, I've never seen this many young people at Trapeze Club. So our name does draw a good crowd. And I I think people are going to meet a lot of great people in their area uh, just because of the name 
and just to get them to to uh, find more people in their age bracket because it is hard to find young swingers. That used to be an oxymoron. I fixed that. <laughs> You did fix that. And, 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 and before we talk about the themes and uh, can singles come, but let's remind everybody that Young Swingers Week is the original, unique Young Swingers, and it shouldn't be confused with the other copycats that have Similar been trying name. to um, replicate your amazing brand. It, it, it's, it be, I think it would be hard for them to catch up at this point. Anyway, we have a we have a thousand people a year go through hedonism. Uh, we have five hundred in March and then around three something, 350 in July and then 250 in October. So it's, it's growing to quite a good size. And are, is there a theme for your party tour? Well, the theme for the party tour, I tried to make it the same at all the clubs. You can look on the website. A couple of them don't have themes, but most of them are naughty schoolgirl night. I just thought it was simple. It's an easy uh, theme that everyone likes. So I put that as the theme on the ones that do have that. Uh, some of these, some of these like uh, Secrets and Sea Mountain uh, and, and Hub City, they have swimming pools. So they have daytime and nighttime parties. Those parties go all day long. We are giving away two free nights at each location to win two free nights at either July, October, or March event to one randomly chosen person. Wow, that's awesome. Just by going to the party. Yep, oh, so we'll have those great. at the party. And then we're also going to have a host couple at each party handing out uh, Young Swingers Week swag and stuff like that. So, so you, we'll think, you think the guests well. for the parties are going to be local to those areas? Don't you, you don't think that people will be flying into the area just to be at your party? It's very possible for that too. Probably not for a one-day event, but we do have people, like when we do the one in Trapeze, I mean, we have people that will drive three, four hours to go to them. So, I mean, it'll, it'll bring in the surrounding area, I should say, around each of these uh, venues. And you think it's similar people that will be at your event at uh, Hedonism in Jamaica will be coming to these well, parties as well? Well, I it can't, can't really say that, but I'm going to tell you this. You're going to meet more young people than you traditionally would at any one of these clubs. And what about so, singles? These clubs, they all have their own rules as far as singles go. So you would have to check on their websites whether they allow them or not. Now, on our events in Jamaica, we, are, we have couples only in March. So you cannot go as a single. You have to be a couple. In our July and October trip, we just brought it back this year. We're allowing threesomes again. You can add an extra person to your room for 125 bucks a night. Unicorn or manicorn. <laughs> Hedonism has never allowed us uh, an extra male in a room before. We're going to be the first people to ever allow that. So this is another first. Yay, that sounds awesome. And you're leaving it open for everybody to join that way. Yeah. So, well, why we, we, we always figured this is we kind of like the unicorns and manicorns rather than just a traditional single because if a swinger couple is bringing someone in their room, those people are kind of pre-qualified. It's not just some random person showing up that's going to cause awkward situations. Yeah, absolutely. And now, if this tour is successful, are you planning to have subsequent party tours before your next event, perhaps? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'll have, well, I was, I was thinking next year we'll double or triple the amount of locations next year if this goes right in July. Well, maybe we'll host one of your parties for you. 
All right, we could do that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carl and David, and we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to continue our discussions with Brett from Young Swingers Week and Ariane and Charlie from sexbecause.com, and we're going to get all into the types of seminars that Ariane and Charlie will be putting on at Young Swingers Week at Hedonism. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. This portion of The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David is sponsored by Nadia Norlands, July 25 to 30, 2018. Nadia Norlands is the largest lifestyle convention for couples in the world with over a thousand couples. This event is not only a full takeover of one of the French Quarter's biggest hotels, it takes over Bourbon Street too. It sure does. So join us for a five-day, four-night hotel takeover alternative lifestyle convention it is a gathering of open-minded couples who are all interested in exploring their sexuality while visiting New Orleans, one of the sexiest cities in America. Check out our website for all the details, the sexylifestyle.com travel and events page. are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David and today we're talking with Brett from Young Swingers Week and Ariane and Charlie from Sex Because. And now it's time for our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex because... Well, great sex matters and we all deserve it. With the popularity of the series of Fifty Shades of Grey, so many couples are interested in the BDSM world. And we might be talking about simple light bondage or role play. And sometimes we don't even realize that we're experimenting with BDSM because we don't quite understand what it's all about. So let's just get into it and have our experts, Arian and Charlie, tell us what we need to know. Let's start with the most logical question. What is BDSM? BDSM. Well, the, the term, the, the acronym BDSM stands for bondage, dominance, discipline. discipline. It can be dominance or it can be discipline, uh, sadism, and masochism. To break down each one of those terms would take some time. But really, the constructs of BDSM are really about power exchange in a lot of ways. A lot of about, it's a lot about trust. And the interesting thing about trust in, in these types of relationships are that typically contracts have to be set up prior to engaging in this relationship, except, especially long-term. Because mm-hmm. with uh, bondage and discipline, that's where you have your restraint and your role play. And then uh, dominance and submission. I mean, that's someone's dominance and then somebody is submissive. And then with uh, sadism, pain, or humiliation, and someone else is enjoying it being inflicted upon them. So (laughs) you do need some type of agreement where everybody understands uh, where their limits are, what they enjoy, what they don't enjoy. This is done verbally. Your agreement is a verbal agreement that you have between you. You talk about it prior. You know that they're verbal agreements, but a lot of times we encourage couples, like we did ourselves, we encourage written agreements, written contracts. One of the reasons is because it gives you something that's easily, uh, that's easy to reference to after you engage, because there are a lot of things that occur during uh, during this type of sex. And, and sex doesn't always have to be involved. No. But like Charlie had just stated, there are things that come up that, um, you know, for, for a safe word, for example, yeah. you need to know where somebody's limits are. Yeah. And we, you have to excuse us on that point because this is vast. Uh, the interesting thing about putting BDSM into terms and words is uh, that we usually start off with trust as, as therapists. We start off with trust because as long as there's no coercion or abuse, 
typically we we believe as therapists that uh, whatever you decide sexually goes. Now, the interesting thing about BDSM is most people, when they think of it, they think of someone spanking someone else. Mm-hmm. That's really like the elementary thing that pops in everyone's head is, hey, are you going to hit me? It's deeper than that. It's a lot deeper. It's a relationship. It's truly a relationship. You base a relationship based off of what this contract says, and you, you, you in some ways develop your intimacy based on the do's and don'ts that you set up as a couple, whether you're a couple, whether you're in a threesome relationship, uh, whether it's a poly relationship, uh, a CNM relationship. You set, up the, you set up your intimacy and your relationship based on these rules and roles and times that are set aside. So everything is very clear. Now, do people have to take time to learn all these different things and take courses? Like, how do they find out what you have to do to get into this BDSM world? We always encourage education. We always encourage people taking classes. We always encourage people getting online and researching uh, because we feel like that, that helps your sexuality, that helps you as a human being. We also, do, we also believe in things uh, we call it imprinting. Uh, a lot of the times when we run into people that are interested in BDSM, we've noticed that uh, there are sometimes things that have happened to them prior in life. And I'm not always saying abuse. We don't say abuse every time. It may have been things that they saw when they were younger that, that became attractive to them. And as they got older, they discovered that, hey, I don't know why I like this sexually, but I do. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I enjoy seeing my partner with someone else, but I do. It may be something as simple as, uh, you know, fetish and and or, you know, fetish is uh, having an attraction to an object, and it may be something as simple as a shoe fetish. Yeah. You know, growing up, maybe you notice shoes, and then it, it did something to your, when your brain, when your connections were forming, and you were creating uh, your arousal network. And the good thing about BDSM with that arousal network is that it'll, it, it's, it's, it's very forgiving. Uh, like we said, if there's no corrosion or abuse, you don't have to explain why you like a particular thing. We notice a lot of couples will enter in and say, hey, uh, we're in the lifestyle or we're swinging, when truthfully what they enjoy is uh, exhibitionism, mm-hmm. uh, cuckolding, hot wifing. Those types of things involve power exchange. We, in some ways, over years, and, and we talked at a university about two weeks ago, we ran into a young lady, and she was 22 years old, and she said, hey, I never consider myself a lifestyler, but I love hanging out with swingers, but I never, uh, me and my friends would never consider ourselves that turn, but I don't know one person that hasn't had a threesome. Okay, but they and don't really need to label mindful. them. And that's what sexuality is becoming. Uh, I think globally, and that's one of the reasons that we, we love what you two, uh, you, Carol and David, what you guys do weekly, and we love what Brett does too with the events, is because it does give people an avenue to walk into where they don't feel as though they have to have a label. They can explore generally, they can explore generally, genuinely and generally what they enjoy on their own terms, on their own terms. So when those couples come into your clinic, um, do you actually go back and and go through a history of what that could be that's causing their fetish or whatever? Or do you just state it as a fact, I have this fetish and it's okay and I can move forward with my life? Unless it's causing some type of distress, like they're losing their jobs or their you know, or important relationship, we don't, you know, it's not an issue. Yeah, we don't quite qualify it as an issue at all. We do, when people come into our office, we do like to hear about family of origin. We do like to hear about traumas. Life can be a rough place. We do, we do feel like uh, the less stress you, the less stress you hold on to, the less trauma you hold on to, the less past pain that you hold on to, the better sex you have. So we always say real talk equals great sex. Okay. And uh, we encourage that type of intimacy. And it's unfortunate because... There are some therapists who, uh, if, you know, let's say a client does come in and they are having some type of distress because um, of something they're doing sexually, when it's not the actual act that's happening, it's the shame that they feel because of it. Mm -hmm. So you have to be careful 
to distinguish the two. Yes, or you'll or you'll end up shaming your client for enjoying something that could be very help, uh, healthy for them. Absolutely. In that case, we will go back and you know help them work through uh, any shameful feelings they have uh, towards themselves. Cool. Yeah. Now, now let's talk about even though BDSM and kink is a lifestyle, swinging is a lifestyle. Let's talk about the differences between that BDSM kink lifestyle community and the swinging community. They're becoming fewer and fewer every year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an act. Yes. They, they blend together. They do blend together. And a lot of the they, things that people yeah. consider to be swinging, uh, people in the BDSM uh, world and they're in that realm consider it to be uh, part of their power exchange. Especially in something like cuckolding. Yes, yes. it does, which is very popular which, uh, in threesomes and those types of things. We've noticed this over time. It's like anything that's in our culture, uh, in Western culture, you'll notice that we want to give it, uh, like uh, Carol was just saying, we want to give it a label. And uh, the problem with labels are, though, you, you notice the LGBTQI community and that, 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 that term keeps getting longer, that acronym keeps getting longer and longer. It's because people are so individualized, it's almost a disservice to give them a label and say, this is your sex. It has to be the same way for everyone. It's not that way. But that's what, that's what Ariane was saying earlier about this sexual fluidity, that things change and people change and environments change and there's... So nothing wrong with changing. It's actually very healthy because why do we have to be put into this box that says this is who I am and I got to be that for my whole life? Exactly, exactly. I mean, we're we're not supposed to do that in our lives with anything else as far as our maturity. Uh, we're all supposed to grow and evolve anyway. And and why can't our sexuality uh, be included in that? Well, it's it absolutely does. Sorry, yeah, it absolutely does grow and blossom and change. Your sexuality does, I mean. And that's the thing, is that we're not recognizing it and we're not acknowledging it and appreciating it. No. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. The the, the piece that we run into when there's labels are that uh, a lot of the times when we run into people, we always say it's kind of like getting into a new religion. A lot of the times you get this new information and you swear the world has to be this way and this is the way it should be and you're going to preach your religion to everyone you meet and condemn the ones that don't agree. The problem with labels is that sometimes they can have that characteristic. Sex should never have that characteristic. Never, never. Um, never. Just like your diet, you may like meat today, and in three weeks from now, you're a big chicken fan. Uh, there are things that will change with life events. Uh, the traumas in your life can change those things. Good feelings can change those things. Evolution, trust can change those things. Mm-hmm. Let your sex change as you change too. Absolutely. So now we're going to get into something that you guys um, – keep very close to heart, which is monogamy or non-monogamy. And Carol and I, who are swingers and have been for 10, 11 years now, we are in an emotionally monogamous relationship. However, we're swingers. We like fucking other people and having sex with uh, multiple different partners, always together, same room, same bed. Let's talk about your guys and consensual non-monogamy, what you call it. Consensual non-monogamy. I mean, it's a term that includes a few different types of sexual relationships that people can have. I mean, anywhere from polyamory to open, swingering, uh, monogamish, uh, relationship anarchy, polyfidelity. I mean, it, there's a list of terms that go under consensual non-monogamy. Polyanarchy. Yeah. I mean, it, there's tons of them. <laughs> but the most important word there is consensual. And I think, you know, we've spoken about it before, that anything you do in your relationship, as long as it's consensual and makes your couple stronger and better, should be okay, correct? Yes. Yes, exactly. Cheating is, is not in this category. No, it's not. <laughs> that's a violation of trust there. And that's one thing that even when I, when people, we, we had a retreat this last weekend at our home, 
and the subject of cheating and consensual non-monogamy and how they're the same, a couple actually brought that up. Uh, and they said, we think they're the same. And we said, they're completely different. They're completely different. And they, they, they brought up a couple other terms. They said, well, there's no way that you can be emotionally monogamous. And we, again, disagreed. But ultimately, it comes down to minding your own relationship. At what point in time is what someone else doing in their bedroom of any concern to yours? If they're healthy and they're happy, like you two talk about all the time, that's where the emphasis should be. Mm-hmm. And we always say with the ultimate goal of strengthening our relationship, everything we do has to have that ultimate goal or else why do it? Um, we don't do it just for fun. We do it so we can have fun and strengthen our marriage all at the same time. And as a parent, anyone that meets you two, that's what you've been doing. And those are the type of role models that we, we pursue that we, when we met you guys on the boat, that's the one thing that we, we, we knew right off the bat. That's something that actually helps us grow as a couple too. Great relationships, and they can, we, we can speak about sex, we can speak about intimacy, those types of things enhance couples uh, around you, not talking about what someone should and shouldn't be doing. Right, absolutely. All right, so let's talk a little bit about creative sex, passion, insecurity, sleeping with strangers, that CNM 101 workshop that you guys do, and what couples can get from that. <laughs> You're pointing over at me. It's really <laughs> cute to do this show. Uh, the one thing that you guys don't see is we point back and forth at each other. We do it all the time. Sometimes Carol's naked and I play with her pussy while we're on the air. Uh, <laughs> She'll stroke my cock. <laughs> we share a desk in our office in our main clinic in Conroe. And uh, it, these eyes that happen here are just hilarious. So excuse the laughter there. <laughs> no, it's uh, all good. It's all about having a good time. It's, I, you know, our radio show makes our couple stronger. And you guys, your podcast does the same thing. And, you know, your sexbecause.com is an amazing podcast. And hopefully uh, we're going to find ways to be doing all this together one day. But let's talk about that creative sex and passion that you guys do. I guess for the creative sex, the CNM portion, we want to talk, uh, we want to teach a class at, uh, at Brent's event here, Young Swingers Week. One of the issues that we tend to run into with couples that have been in the lifestyle or been in BDSM for a long period of time is that uh, as they make as they make closer relationships with people, they feel as though they have to have some sort of contrived contentment when it comes to their sex, when it comes to their everyday life, when it comes to their creativity with sex, like you just mentioned. Uh, and, and, and people just aren't having enough open conversations. You're getting close to these people. You're having sex with them. There's a lot more that you could share along the way, too, as well in, this, in these friendships. And we've noticed that when we work with couples, and we work with couples groups before, uh, when they get down to the brass tacks of what's going on with them, their sex gets a little better, and their friendships get better as well. I'm talking about the long, we're talking, talking about the long term, maybe the friends that they meet at the resort that they carry over, you know, and the one thing about the lifestyle is that we do meet a lot of people online and uh, uh, that they carry over into their, I, I guess you could call their, their, their real lives. Oh, I get, yes, absolutely. And we do share, because the open minds kind of stick together and we can share a lot of different experiences and uh, enlightenments that we find in our journeys and share them with other people who have similar likes and dislikes to us. And that's well, I'll tell you just from one thing from, from that I saw is um, of our friends, 50% of them are swingers, 50% of them are vanilla. And now we call our friends that are vanilla, vanilla swirl, because they're used to all of our swinger friends. They love them because they're all great, open-minded, kind, nice people. And they just like being around them, even though they're not. Yeah, absolutely. And so, so we've introduced 
the swinging into the vanilla life as well. It's funny that you use swirl because we've been using vanilla twist for ever, time, forever. Yeah. So great minds think alike. <laughs> so vanilla twist people are, are interested in the lifestyle, not that they want to do it themselves, but they're certainly interested and, and, and tolerant and curious and love just the sexual energy that we have in the room. And they probably take that home with their spouse at the end of the evening and they have great sex themselves with their, with their spouse. So that's yeah, awesome. Do. Well, and they love it, too, because people are getting topless at pool parties and just having fun and no one cares. And it, it, it just, it's just a different uh, mindset than what they're used to when, when they're in a bar and someone looks at their wife's boobs and everyone wants to fight. Yeah. Here, you look at their wife's boobs and they go, yeah, you want to feel them? <laughs> Total different. <laughs> real? Not real. <laughs> That is the question of today. Absolutely. <laughs> that's a lot of fun. But, you know, uh, Brett, that's a great segue into our next question here, which was, and I guess, Ariane, you can answer this one. What's the basically the difference between hot wifing and cuckolding? With hot wifing or hot husbanding. Uh-huh. Yay. <laughs> I want to be a hot um, husband. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the partner who is hot wifing, like, we'll say hot wifing for now, she's, she's out doing her own thing. She's meeting men or uh, women. She's out meeting people and um, sleeping with them. With cuckolding, I mean, there there's more of a power exchange there. Typically, cuckolding with uh, a wife and a husband, if the, if the wife is cuckolding the husband, mm-hmm. the husband wants to be minimized. And she derives most of her pleasure from that type of relationship. Yes, not necessarily from only being with other people. Uh, she enjoys what it does to her husband. Yeah. So, so you've got that connection there, that power exchange there. One of the things about power exchange is, is that um, it may look like one person in the relationship has all of the power. When really it's equal. The, the, the wife who's cuckolding her husband may appear as though she has all the power. Um, but they both, they both equally have the power, just, just as the same in a dominant and submissive relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, the submissive has just as much power as the dominant. Yeah, we heard, that, we heard that. We had Sunny Megatron and her husband, Ken, on the show, and they were talking about exactly the same thing. They're also sex educators in the BDSM community, and it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's not about one or the other having a more power. Uh, both of them get the same yeah. pleasure and the same power, whether they're sub, dom, or switch. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Uh, it's almost like, well, the relationship can't exist without the other, so there's a lot of power in that in itself. And so just to be clear, when you're doing hot wifing, is it the wife who's the hot wifer and she's going out doing her thing? Or is it the husband who's hot wifing and letting his wife go out and do her own thing? Well, that's like splitting hairs and we both get that look to each other again. <laughs> the hot <laughs> and we love that. But that's the diff- that would be the, the solid difference. The, the hot wifing is usually something that's seen as independent, whether her husband's getting pleasure from it or not. Uh, the hot wife, uh, even though the terms have ten- tend to bleed together, she doesn't have any concern. The arousal is from the new relationship almost strictly. Mm-hmm. The yeah. cuckoldress, that's when it gets a little bit more complicated. Let's talk about the benefits of the Sex Because clinical assessment tools. Can you explain it to us? We have some assessments that we use to help clients and couples uh, determine where the relationship is, where they would like it to go, where they're currently at with... Um, sexually, what they enjoy, what they would like. We have them, you know, fill out these assessments separately and then we come together and discuss. 
And the one thing we built these assessment tools based off the clinical tools that we utilize when we're working with people that have uh, that dealt with sexual trauma with PTSD. We're first responders for years. Our credentials are based in the fact that we were trauma therapists for over ten years. Um, we would work with in, in, in a situation where you do meet a client that's hurting. A lot of the times, the thing that that that's a problem is getting that client to communicate about how they're hurting. Um, it's like when you meet men. Uh, sometimes when they they say they're they're, they have an anger problem, but you get to the solid core of everything and you realize it just looks like anger. It's truly disappointment, uh, sadness. Uh, we, these assessment tools help fight through some of the, some of the cognitive issues that are going, through, uh, going, going on uh, when you're dealing with trauma patients. We moved these assessment tools over to uh, become something that couples could work with because a lot of the times what occurs in a, in a couple relationship is that over time, we don't try to but we're probably not as honest as we were when we first met the person the first few months. By year 10, we have, we have systems in place sometimes that don't allow us to be as honest as we were in year one. These assessment tools kind of cut through that. And it's because we're lackadaisical in our relationship that we're not working every day to make it better, that we just stop communicating about certain things, and that's why we find ourselves in trouble and need your service. Is that kind of how it works? I guess I would say that's well said. I mean, that really is well said. I, I think what, what happens, though, it, when you meet someone, it's kind of like your parents when you grow up in a family. You, you grow up in a family. A lot of times when you meet someone, you like them to be the person that you, you met. Okay? A lot of the times relationships are structured in a way that we try to keep everybody in year one so that when growth starts to happen, there can be a lot of threatening things that happen. And when you want to protect the relationship, you, you kind of all pretend to be the same person you were when you met. And it's not that you're lying or you're not doing the work that you need to do. It's that almost like you're protecting your partner. So maybe you want to say, I kind of like this, but I kind of don't. But instead you say, I'm okay. Uh, and yeah. as therapists, what we try to do is we try to get people to talk together, couples to talk together in a safe place where they can be very honest. Share those secret thoughts and desires and fantasies and, I mean, even dreams. I mean, how many times we've spoken to couples where they've, you know, they've woken up and uh, they had a dream that they were afraid to share with their partner. And it, I mean, it's a dream. It's not real. Yes. Uh, but they were still afraid to share that with their partner. You're still dealing with two individuals that are trying to take care of the person next to them. And they're, they're, even we see a therapist ourselves twice a year. Yeah, yeah. no, everybody so. can learn every day. Absolutely. I absolutely agree with you. I, it just came to mind that uh, movie, Couples Retreat, where they actually go to that private <laughs> island and there's a, there are four couples <laughs> that have to go through the therapy that they're forced to go through. And the one couple who were just getting by, they didn't even know they had an issue and they like, didn't even want to do the therapy because they thought everything was great. But just getting by is not good enough. And they kind of learned that lesson <laughs> while they were there that you need to work on your relationship every day, even when it's okay. You got to make it better. Yeah. You do. You do. You do. Exactly. Uh, we say uh, no one's arrived. No one has arrived. Yeah, I mean, there's that. always work to do. Work to love do. it. Love it. All right. Let's remind everybody this is the Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carl and David. And today we're talking with Brett from Young Swingers Week and Ariane and Charlie from sexbecause.com. All right. We're going to take a short break. And then when we come back, we're going to continue talking about what Ariane and Charlie's workshops are going to be at the Young Swingers Week in Jamaica. So hang on. We'll be right back. Are listening to the sexy lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. 
This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we are Carol and David, and today we're talking with Brett from Young Swingers Week, and Ariane and Charlie from sexbecause.com, and now we're going to get into some real advice, and first we're going to start by talking about some of the workshops Ariane and Charlie are going to do at Young Swingers Week. So guys, just take a couple of minutes now and brief us on what the sexy education uh, workshops you're going to be doing at Hedonism with Brett and Young Swingers Week. Well, we're going to have a, a, a basic class for uh, consensual non-monogamy. What's basic? Uh, what is basic? Basic. Oh, so we'll go over the, the basic <laughs> aspects basic? of uh, being consensually non-monogamous. How do you meet people? What's the proper etiquette? Speed uh, dating. Speed dating, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then we'll have an advanced class uh, for people who have been doing this a little while. Oh, about the advanced class? I'm yeah. giving her a hard time here. Uh, yeah. The, the, the funny thing about it is when we put, put consent, CNM 101 and then we did an advanced class because we think Brett did a great job of coming, you know, uh, I don't know what makes one advanced over the other. We, we, that's what we initially said. But we realized that, yes, after you've been doing this for a while, after you've gotten to CNM for a while, lifestyling or swinging, there is, there is still stuff you need to go over. There really is. I mean, there are things as basic as, hey, uh, uh, do we, what happens if we find ourselves uh, on a cruise and people touch me and I don't give them permission to? Or what, what occurs, what, what should we do in situations where you want to be with, be with another person and a couple and I don't want to be? Or we stay too long in the playroom. How do we communicate that while we're naked in a playroom that I'm ready to go? You know, those, real, those things, situations that people find themselves in quite often. Even, exper- even, even experienced swingers like us, me, <laughs> I always get in trouble. Well, we certainly all can make mistakes and forget where our boundaries are when, the, when we're lost. In the heat of the moment. Yes, exactly. But we just remind each other and that communication yeah. is crucial. I, I mean, we, we go to these seminars all the time because you know what? We're always learning and there's, there's just so much to learn and so many great experts out there like you guys and like all the other people that we know and are going to be on our network that no matter how long you've been a swinger or if you've been a swinger or if you're never going to be a swinger and you just have this great relationship and you want it to get better, you should always try to find these workshops to learn more. And, and that's the one thing that we've been trying to offer. You know, we've been fans of uh, so many teachers for a long period of time working in the, the, the trauma field. We would take breaks and we'd watch Playboy and, you know, we'd see Michael and Holly. Uh, we'd listen to your show. Uh, we'd see Jess. We'd see people. And, and I remember thinking, wow, there's a lot of resources out there for people that are just trying to enhance their, their, their sex life. What can we offer that's a little bit different? And what we feel like we offer that's a little bit different are the, the, the kind of clinical approach, the, the online therapy, the online counseling, even online contracts for, for couples when they want to. Like we're going to work at, the, uh, with, at Young Swingers Week. We're going we're gonna to show couples how to, do an online, how to do an online contract or an in-person contract with each other. If, if you haven't done this before, what you should put in writing. No, all of that's what we're gonna do. All of that's so necessary. Yeah, it. it's we we always great. tell people if you're gonna get into any different type of alternative lifestyle, the one important thing is if it doesn't work out, you can't hold it against each other. You got to go back, talk about it, see what you like, what you didn't like, and you know if you if you, both of you didn't like it, you don't have to continue. But it can't be something mm-hmm. that just creates this massive disagreement in a relationship that's not good because you both have to decide consensually to go into it together. Exactly. Now, one thing I saw was Dr. Jess used to do that on the Playboy Swing House. She yes. used to have them the sign contract. a contract yes. before they went in that they were going to leave together and that 
this was only going to enhance the relationship and that they wouldn't let anything in this hurt their relationship. Absolutely. But I do know they yeah. used to do that on that show every time. Yeah, we saw that as well. That's just wonderful. So All I, right, guys. I guess it's... it's I guess it's time for some real advice now. I'm going to start with Arian and Charlie. And what would you say are the top two things that a couple should talk about before jumping into any type of BDSM activity? Uh, so I'll start here. You, uh, do you really want to do this? I mean, what does this look like? I think a lot of the times couples find it online. They say, hey, look, we want a lifestyle. And we meet couples that come in to see us. And one has decided they want to do soft swap. And the other has decided they want gangbang. How do you bridge that gap? Well, the only way you bridge it is that you communicate. And it's glad, we're glad that Brett brought up what they did on Playboy. Those contracts with Dr. Justin on Playboy is because we did actually speak with a couple that had been on uh, a show like that. Not that particular show, but a show like that. And they said afterwards, if they had just continued on with their contract, maybe their relationship would have worked. But they never referred back to it. Mm. Oh, there you yeah. go. They held it. Yeah. It's important to know where those hard no's are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly. a hard no. We, we don't need to go past that, you yeah. know. And then... The three, you know, most important things when you're going into this is uh, communication, of course, because uh, that's a huge predictor of relationship success, care, yeah. and um, trust. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yep. Love it. And uh, if you don't have those three things, you can't, you're not going to fabricate them in your lifestyle. You're not going to make them up. A lot of the times when couples fight about something in the lifestyle, that's a symptom of a greater issue. That is not the root cause. That's something else that they've are, they're, that they're dealing with. Is usually down to those three things. Yeah, Love absolutely. It. What a great segue! All right, Brett, you are up. What are the top two things a couple will get out of attending and participating in one of the workshops at Young Swingers Week, which is going to happen at Hedonism Two? Well, I'll tell you what. For for someone who's never been to an event like this, it's such an eye opener to have this start at the beginning because. There, there, there's the, the group is mixed. We'll have, we'll, we'll have people in the group asking questions that have been there before. But for those newbies, you can really see it in their eyes that they're paying attention to every word that they're going to be saying because they really need to know what they, they, they may have never been on an island naked with a bunch of people before. This is something completely different. So it, it, they're going to be able to put them at ease. And, you know, Mike and Holly have been doing this for us for years and I can see the responses we get back on a review sheet that says uh, reviews that people give us that it helped them so much just in those two opening days to get that out and find out about all these answers before they jumped right in. Yeah, and there's so many people who don't know what they don't know. So, you know, Dr. Jess, you mentioned it, Mike and Holly, there's Den Tamine, there's Dr. Nancy Sutton-Pierce. There's such an amazing group of sex educators out there who come to these events, and most of the seminars are free. And once you go into them, you come out and you go, wow, I just didn't know, and now you know. And the other thing that I like about them is that they uh, there's a go-to person there at the resort in case you do have a question that you might not have thought you would have a question, but then the question comes up, and you say, who could I ask? And then you have professionals right there at the resort where you can ask the question and feel safe with an answer and be trusting to the answer is going to be correct, and at least you have a go-to person there. Exactly, and that's what we're excited about, about them uh, being in the pool and out there with us because people don't want to go find you and kind of act at dinner and try to, it's a lot easier if they're just in the pool and say, Hey, can I talk to you a second? I got a quick question. I want to ask you. It's a little easier for them to do that since they're in with the party instead of being off to the side. Amazing. All right, Brett, Ariane, Charlie, thanks so much for an amazing show. We could probably go on for two hours. Brett, quickly, how can everybody reach out to you? And then right after that, Ariane and Charlie, how are people going to 
get in touch with you? You can find us at youngswingersweek.com. Again, that's youngswingersweek.com. You, our events are March, July, and October at Hedonism 2 in the Grill, Jamaica. Ariane, Charlie? Uh, sexbecause.com is our website, and people can um, can send us an email to info at sexbecause.com with questions they may have. And we do have monthly retreats that we have, too, as well, and leading up to Young Swingers Week. Uh, so we do look forward to talking to uh, anyone that's looking for any online counseling that may be heading to the event. We can, we can definitely accommodate, like Brett said, in person there. We'll be on the dance floor. We'll be pretty easy to find, or we'll be <laughs> in the pool, right? <laughs> Yeah, we'll be right next to Brett, I'm sure. All right, fantastic. What a great way to end the show, guys. Just hang on a second. So, you know, we're having a blast and learning more every week with all our fantastic guests and sexpert educators. And we hope you do too. Please remember Great Sex Matters. And you deserve it. We encourage every couple to make a point of learning more about sex and sexuality and all the different ways to spice up your sex life. To find out more, you can go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com radio show guest page, and see all our amazing sexpert guests. Click on their link and contact them if you need more advice. Well, that's it for our show today. A special thank you to Brett, Ariane, and Charlie. Thank you, guys. Well, thank you for having us. Thanks, David and Carol. Thank you. Much. Always our pleasure, and especially to you for listening. And remember to sign up on sdc.com for one month free using promo code 30314. And we do have some amazing events and trips coming up ourselves, even though we can't join Young Swingers Week this year, but we will be sailing on the Crystal Symphony cruise ship up to Alaska with luxury lifestyle vacations for the Alaskan Splendor Lifestyle Cruise. And that's departing uh, June 17 to 24. If you're looking for an upscale lifestyle event, then you can join us on the sexy cruise departing from Vancouver and sailing up the inside passage deep into the wondrous wilderness of Alaska's remote landscape with other like-minded sexy fun friends like us and in <laughs> July like we mentioned uh, we're going to be with SDC in Cap Dag the naked city from July 2nd to 10th so join us on this amazing lifestyle experience and of course as reigning queen and king we'll be getting naughty in naughty in Orleans uh, July 25 to 30 for more information about these trips or anything else, you can visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, or send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. Well, join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle as we talk with Cindy Gallup all about making sex and not porn. <laughs> we are Carol and David reminding you to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Stay sexy, everyone. Until next Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 